Good morning everyone, my name is Chris Rudland. I'm not a medic and I have no formal medical training, um, but I was involved in a serious medical incident involving my daughter. I feel my daughter's incident was and still is important enough to share. The message I'm trying to deliver is essentially to help prevent uh, similar incidents. It's also to promote an escalation process for all pregnant and recently pregnant patients and those that present as an emergency. I hope one day this will ensure those patients affected receive earlier senior review from a multidisciplinary team in any setting. Um, finally, uh, with the vast amount of information I th I've collected over four years, including the SI reports, the meetings with the provider, audio meetings, even audio recordings during my daughter's cardiac arrest in um, accident emergen emergency, I believe I can offer a valuable insight. Now, I don't know if you know this, but every day approximately 830 women die from preventable causes related to pregnancy and childbirth worldwide. With 1,440 minutes in a day, that's one death every 1.73 minutes. So if it carries on at this rate, there's going to be um, you know, one death every one and a half minutes. Cardiovascular disease has become the leading cause of m uh, maternal mortality in the USA. 25 to 30% of all maternal deaths with cardiomyopathy accounting for half to two thirds of the cases. My story is a story about my daughter Jessica Ray Rudland. Jessica no longer has capacity and no recollection of the events which led to her life-changing injuries and her catastrophic outcome. It is a story of discovery, despair, love, loss, treachery and learning. I am her voice and I tell her patient story. She was just 23 years old when she suffered problems with a heart arrhythmia. Otherwise healthy, she was eight months pregnant with her first child. In the coming episodes, I will describe the time before she had her baby, after her baby's birth, and when we began to think she was unwell. I call that discovery. In the episode called Despair, I will describe the thoughts and feelings in our local ED department where Jessica attended fairly bright and bubbly although high heart rate and after four hours of treatment she crashed, uh, was in a cardiac arrest and ended up in a coma. The episode called Love, I will describe the unwavering support we received from strangers family and many medics. How we talked to Jess every day and sent her text messages when she was in a coma. 
in the episode loss I will describe the loss we felt knowing how Jessica looked, how her neurological outcome was described as very poor and at one stage during this time we were told there was no more they could do for Jess, it was up to Jess now. Jessica's organs had failed now, kidneys and liver. She was on dialysis and now she'd got sepsis and bilateral pulmonary embolism. In the episode called Treachery, I will describe how we were treated when things went wrong in the NHS. I would describe the broken promises, talk about how many people made so many positive promises to us who, and then eventually let us down to do with the investigations and the, the sharing of information and how thorough any investigations would be. The lack of candor, the constant denials, um, and the defensive language, which just added to the suffering we were we'd already endured. I'll also discuss the regulators, their investigations, and the process of going through raising a complaint with the GMC, with the NMC with the HCPC and the huge amount of correspondence I've got with the CQC they are fully aware of the problems I've had with the hospital and they are aware that the action plan and a lot of recommendations haven't been put in place since Jessica's incident and finally I'll discuss the lack of any measurable action plan of, of those 14 recommendations from this provider and this is where, the, where Jessica's incident happened. There's no evidence of learnings and failings have been uh, or have been embedded or disseminated to the nearby providers. There's no escalation in process, uh, uh, process in place for these patients in the group that I, I, I'm discussing. There's no order and of anaesthesia outside of the theatre environment. Sadly, other patients have died from sepsis and cardiomyopathy in similar, in some cases nearly identical circumstances, all postpartum, all within 42 days of birth, some within the same organisation and others at local providers very near to to this one. I've met with many of the patients, I've met with the mother and sisters of deceased and they've all described their presentation, they've described their maternal experience and how they felt after birth and the, the, common, the common symptoms of high heart rate, you know, fast pulse, um, swollen feet, um, bulging neck veins, um, breathlessness, lethargic and tired. You know, they they all describe the same kind of symptoms, which 
um, so often can be confused with normal postpartum symptoms and so that's that's part of um, what we sh- what we'll be discussing during my podcast so please if this is a subject that interests you patient safety maternal mortality and serious incidents and the uh, rates of incidents that are on the increase again please subscribe and then you'll be able to hear these episodes as as I put them out and I will also interview and talk to other patients relatives survivors of serious incidents particularly around maternal care thanks very much for listening